after Steve, and form over function. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Get important, timely, and relevant security recommendations for your Mac right inside Slack. Try all of Collide's features on an unlimited number of devices free for 14 days, no credit card required, at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are, or about that. We had a little technical difficulty getting off the ground tonight. Um, this is Mac Voices Live. We are live on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. We have a number of our friends in the chat room. We'd love to have more of you. So if you are anywhere within the sound of my voice, come on in. And if you're not, well, then mark it down for next Tuesday. You should be here then, too. A uh, number of things to get through tonight. We have uh, a number of stories that have popped up that we'd like to discuss. Um, and I'm sure that there will be some off script things like there always are. So let's go around the table, find out who's here, and then we'll get to it. Um, taking my screen, uh, which has rearranged itself after I was forced to restart, Mr. David Ginsburg is up first. David, good to have you. Good to be here. Glad you're back. We're going to have some good discussion tonight. There's, so, there's been a lot of active news this week, so it should be good. There show. has. There has. And, and you look like you're bundled up. Uh, hasn't anybody yeah. told you it's spring? Tell, tell me that in Chicago right now because it's like going to be 35 tonight. So it's been cold. So, yeah, yeah, it's, I think, but actually, I think we are starting to get a spring this year where you have those cold mornings and the, and the warm, warmer days. Yeah, um, next week, they say 80 yeah. next week. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff Gammon is here. Jeff, welcome. Good to have you as always. It's always great to hang out with you, Chuck, and uh, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. I've uh, I missed you guys again. At least I got to see see you briefly last week. Mm -hmm. um, also with us, uh, Mr. Warren Scar, the troublemaker. Warren, good to see you. Is that my uh, is that my official handle now? Well, I think it's becoming, you know, but because of because of what you showed us pre show, um, I think, yeah, that that seems to be an official. <laughs> I am a little a little wacky. Uh, I'm doing good. Um, it's Tuesday. My wife is uh, currently in Boston retrieving my son to bring him back home for this summer, which is fun. And uh, that's good. Um, and then uh, we're going to start, you know, doing the half beach, half uh, Pennsylvania, uh, half New Jersey, half Pennsylvania thing in the summer. So that's starting this week, too. So that's why I can't be on Thursday's show with Dave, because I'll be in transport um i'll have to look to see if i have a microphone there well i want to go um, i promise not to use that one i bought off amazon if i can still find it and uh <laughs> that was bad that, that was, was a bad. really bad microphone <laughs> yeah it got, it, it got great reviews though i mean yeah well, yeah all, all five reviews that were paid were great they were paid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 all right well i'll i'll, I'll figure it out but we'll call a call guy he probably has a microphone or two he might he out. might be able to spare one <laughs> um i don't know he he kind of uh he he, he named them all and you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he's going to give them up oh god that's a frightening thought but yes, yes I, I, he, I think he does well, I, was, name his I was kind of i was kind of go with putting them in the bed with him and sleeping with them too but i didn't go there Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> this one's Betsy. That, that's a more. That's this a, one's Veronica. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and, it, and, and this one's 
Jackie. I don't think it's a, it wouldn't be, it's not sexual. It's going to be like, you know, like 50 cats in somebody's bed instead of cats with microphones and guy. So it's guy with just microphones all over the bed, like cats. Okay. And, and the fact that, yeah, the fact that Jeff had all those names on right on command is a little disturbing too. But we're, we're going to go right past that and introduce yeah. Jim Ray. And, and this Jim's Chuck. Uh, but <laughs> Jim, thank God you're here. <laughs> Save us. It's a new one. They've they've started already. I mean, I I'm so glad you're here. I really am. Oh man. So, guys, a number of things. Um, you know, I threw out in the in the in our, our private Slack to talk about a little bit. I want to throw the first one into the YouTube chat room, and then I'll throw it also over here into our, our Slack, or excuse me, our private chat here, as soon as I can find it. There it is. Uh, a new book just out today that's been getting a lot of coverage um, about Apple after Steve Jobs. Um, and talking about you know why why and how Johnny Ive left, and uh, a number of other things. I obviously have not read it yet because it literally just came out today as we're publishing this. But there've been plenty of excerpts and plenty of discussion of it. Um, especially interesting, I think, is the 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 comments or the excuse me the excerpts we've seen about Johnny Ive and his decision to to leave. Um, apparently being a bit at odds with Tim Cook over the way the Apple Watch was introduced or to be introduced and, you know, services versus products and all those things. Uh, how many of you have had a chance to look at any of this and do you have any thoughts on what we were seeing? I started reading it. Good. You got, you got it already. Good for you. Well, Kindle, I, I ordered it a few days ago and this morning I got an email saying we charged your card and so I looked on my iPad, and sure enough, there it was. So I read some of it because I figured we might talk about it, but I haven't gotten very far. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it may be a little bit premature, but um, yeah. just the fact that that the part about Johnny, um, I think, is really very interesting. Um, All right. That, oh, go ahead, more. No, I just I read a couple of the ex excerpts of it, and... The part I find really interesting is I talked about Johnny Ive with uh, Steve Jobs, um, and the part I read that was cool is it's, uh, the the story of Steve Jobs and Johnny Ive are researching a product or something like that, or I don't forgot what it was. And Steve Jobs comes in all all uh, upset and hot in the early days of him and John, Johnny Ive, and Johnny Ive says, "Steve." This is he said something like I'll I'll pull it up, but this is uh, you're you got to think of next version of this or something to that effect. And Steve Jobs calmed down. He put his arms around him, and that was their friendship. And th I mean, I think they had a pretty. I think he really liked Steve Jobs. Uh, obviously, uh, Johnny Ive did. Um, that they show you know him like they talk about him for like a year after he died, like really just kind of moping around the office and. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, hey, I like Johnny Ive um, too, so I'm interested. I don't read a lot, so I'll wait for the movie. <laughs> okay, or maybe okay. the audiobook. <laughs> you know, after reading some of the articles that uh, talk about the the book and the you know the whole Johnny Ive thing, 
My take is that people are looking to create drama. And I'm not seeing like big drama here. What I'm seeing is what happens every time you have a, uh, a significant change in senior management at a company, you have some people where that transition goes smoothly and other people where it just doesn't fit with them anymore. And I think the transition from Steve Jobs to, to Tim Cook uh, running the company in their own ways, that just didn't fit with, with Johnny anymore. And so he became uh, uh, frustrated. He didn't enjoy his job anymore. And eventually he left. And that's just something you see all the time in, uh, in companies. It's, I mean, that's just a thing. Jeff, I agree with you 100% on that. I guess what intrigued me about some of this, and I think you're right. You know, there's a bit of clickbait here. There's no question about it or bookbait, or if that's if that's even a term. But it is now. It is. Yeah, it is now. <laughs> uh, but the idea that, um, you know, because we've had plenty of discussions about, you know, the way that Apple's products under Johnny were going, that they seem to be approaching much more form over function. And that since Johnny has left, uh, it seems like it's it shifted back the other way, and so that's one of the reasons I'm in, I'm intensely interested in this book to see just what it says because you know allegedly it examines you know some of those things and the the not conflict but I guess the disagreement over the way things were going with Tim Cook. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to digging more into that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I. It, it it would be interesting, and there's no way we can do it, of course, to know what the M1 Max at, at any level would have looked like had Johnny stayed on. You know, would we have fewer ports? Would, you know, we probably definitely wouldn't have the ports we have right now in the MacBook Pros. No. So, oh, no. Just no. The, you know. the big question is who's going to play Johnny Ive in the movie that I'm about to watch? <laughs> Um, I'm not supposed to talk about this, but I've already been contacted about that. Nice. You got too much hair. Yeah, I was going to say. Haven't you heard of CGI? Yeah. Uh, It's somebody, you know, like uh, Austin Kutcher did uh, Steve Jobs, and uh, so did uh, Michael, what's his name, Um, in the movie, uh, the play of the movie. Um, There was a number of them. (laughs) No. There were three movies or TV shows where somebody plays Steve Jobs and I remember there was well, uh, Aston Kutcher played one Aston Kutcher was one and then um, the guy from ER with the uh, Silicon Valley Noah Wiley and then the last one was uh, Pirates of Silicon Valley no, and the last one uh, uh, just called Jobs with uh, uh, come on with Magneto yeah that's him yeah I forget his name uh, the guy who plays Magneto, because uh, I'll look it up. Because, anyways, um, and they were good. Um, so I'm thinking uh, somebody, somebody bald and famous, needs to play the new Steve Jobs in the movie. Bruce, it's interesting. The, Bruce the first twenty or thirty I don't pages. Think Bruce will be doing any uh, acting anytime soon. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah. like, they could do like an action scene with him and Tim Cook. You know, with- <laughs> yeah, <bro>. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you were saying? Yeah, I wasn't sure if my mic was working. Yeah. Um, 
uh, it's interesting. The first 20, 30 pages of the book that I've read has been kind of centered around Steve Jobs. And I realized, oh, that was kind of weird. You know, I really haven't thought about Steve Jobs, you know, day to day for a long time. You know, it's it's been, what, 11 years. And, um, you know, it was kind of, you know, we're so used to it. But then now it's been so long that we, you know, at least I don't really think about that. And gosh, you know, you talk about what, a, how would the, M1 Max be different without Joni Eve. What would Apple be like? You know, presumably Steve Jobs, I think he'd be 67. He'd probably still be working. Um, and what would that history look like? Who knows? I mean, no, you know, and 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 what's next? You know, Tim Cook's, you know, there 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 was discussion about how Tim, you know, Steve picked Tim and why and things that he did to get the other executives to to not leave right away and 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 there was discussion about other companies that where founders had left like Walt Disney you know Disney and Polaroid and uh, and apparently Steve was interested in that and you know looked at those examples as you know pro or con as to what he wanted to happen at Apple and <clears throat> Now we're, you know, we're we're probably getting pretty close to where there's going to be another transition, and you know maybe Apple's going to, you know, he he didn't want it to become like a regular corporation, but maybe now we're at the point where that's probably what the next, you know, transition is going to be. There's not going to be any of the original team around and whoever's going to be in charge is not going to be from that era. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, I mean, I, we've said this on the show so many times, you know, that we don't want to look back too much. You know, we, we invoke Steve's name way too much, I think, um, because, you know, it's just impossible to know, you know, this many years later, what Steve would have done, what would have happened. This, this feels a little more like recent history and it feels like something that really has affected on a much more immediate basis, the products we're seeing now, and what what appears to be a change in the uh, in the design um, philosophy of of Apple that is known for its design in its products. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Get important, timely, and relevant security recommendations for your Mac right inside Slack. Collide sends employees important, timely, and relevant security recommendations for their Linux, Mac, and Windows devices right inside Slack. Some companies try to lock down their employee devices, which is great for security, but terrible for productivity and usability. Collide has a better way. Collide knows that end users are IT admins' most significant untapped resources and the key to solving the most challenging security issues including instructing developers to set passphrases or unencrypted SSH keys, finding plain text two-factor backup codes and teaching end users how to store them securely, and convincing employees to uninstall evil browser extensions that may sell their browser history. Those are just some of the many use cases that are not solved by locking down devices. You can try Collide with all its features on an unlimited number of devices for 14 days, free, no credit card required. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to sign up today. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices.
Try all of Collide's features on an unlimited number of devices for 14 days free, no credit card required. And be sure to enter your email when prompted to receive your free Collide gift bundle after trial activation. That's collide.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Collide for supporting this week's Mac Voices. Well, that's so, what I was going to say real fast, too. Is with with um, Johnny Ive and Steve Jobs, they were design design first company, I think. And that when you know people would say they want this or this kind of functionality, Steve would say people don't know what they want until they see it, and that's what he did. Um, so you know a lot of a lot of history with thinness and ports, right? We're, that's what basically Johnny Ive is going to be thinness and ports. That's his legacy, right? He wants things to be small and and small, nice looking, and pretty much hermetically sealed as as a unit. And that's what he strive for. And the um, the you know the lap. Believe me, if Johnny Ive was still here, the laptops would go in that direction. And instead of getting the 16-inch thing that we got with all those bigger and more ports, it would be maybe even smaller with less ports. And but you know, probably better looking. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure better looking. Not that the 16-inch uh, and the 14 are bad, but you know, comp- I think they're personally the uglier than the previous gen, um, the new ones because they're again they're a little bulkier, they're bigger, and the ports. They don't look good. Ports don't look good. So, um, you know, it's how much a company is going to listen to their customers' wishes and how much they think that they're wrong or they're right and what we're going to do about it. And that's the direction Apple went, is going. So without that, they got Tim Cook now. I don't even, you don't really hear about their design you know, we don't get a lot. We don't get a lot of design stories like we used to get, right? With Johnny Ive is designing this, designing that, and designing that. We don't get that. Uh, Tim, they're a numbers and services company now. They're not really caring that much about the design of these products. And you know, uh, basically, they say as long as you have the product, we want to put a service on it, and that's that's fine. That's what they're doing. But design's an afterthought. Would it be nice to get another Johnny Ivish person in there or somebody who gets into that point and convinces Tim Cook, this is our roots. This is how we got where we are. Let's start going back in that direction. You know, it's going to depend on how much the public pushes back. Yeah, I don't, hey, I don't Tim, think. Wow, design is an afterthought? Yeah. Now, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Now, yeah. yeah. Nowadays? For, I don't think so. No. Really? So again, with the the new Macs, and I'm sure they said to themselves, "We want to release the Satan these 14 and 16 inch Macs, not thicker than they are, because they don't they don't like that." They decided they made a decision. They said, "We're going to put all this <clears> stuff in there. We're going to make it bigger." Yeah, but to go from that to say design is an afterthought. I they said afterthought. I said that to be fair, I said is not their top priority. It's down the list. That was in the article. That it was was wasn't, you know, what yeah. is it? D- David, do you I mean I, I'm I'm kind of I think with, with you and um uh, Jim that I'm not sure afterthought, you know, it's it's an adjustment, maybe a back toward something a little more 
I hesitate to say practical, but that's the only word I have. Yeah, they twiddle uh, the knobs a little bit. Yeah, practice yeah. is a good word. Um, it, it's it's obvious Tim's vision is isn't focused on design as it was as as Steve's was. So I mean that that you don't hear a lot about design nowadays with Apple. I mean they do they do design them and they do put whatever they can. But Warren's right with the with the Macs. I mean the Macs have gotten a lot a lot thicker. I mean, I don't think Johnny Ive would put a, would approve the way these new MacBook Pros are now. They're very square. The word, you know, again, they have more public ports. Love, public yeah. loves it. Yeah. So, the public still love them because so that's it. M1, so it's going to be they're fast. First company's design. It's always going to really, be function. It's always functionality over form, right? That, it, that's right. The base of the article, uh, the argument is form over functionality, and it's well, a balance. No. Yeah, I mean that debate always goes on, and I want to bring the chat room in here. Um, first of all, on the on who plays Johnny Ive, um, Barry said Jason Stratham. Interesting choice, um, but uh, Bob says even with without Ive, Apple's products still look good. Eric says less Ive, more ninety sensibility for the Mac. Um, Bob Beach uh, says his iPhone thirteen is a thing of beauty, and. Um, Brian makes Brian says makes you wonder if you if you'd see the Mac Studio look more like the cylinder Mac Pro if I was still designing. And I'm going to go with no on the cylinder design. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and the, look iPhone, at the, and the iPhone looking as good as it did, you know, a while ago, it hasn't changed that much, right? I mean, that's a bad example. Well, yeah. none the of the designs, none of the except for the iMac, well, the M1 iMac, none of my the. Quite, the well, it's changed was, radically. Was no. Steve Jobs around when the new shape and form of the iPhone came out? Not quite, right? He died in 2012. 11. 12, iPhone 4S. That was something interesting. The book, I'd never heard before. Apparently, inside Apple, they referred to the 4S as the 4 Steve uh, phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I knew he was gone. Yeah. That's uh, he wasn't gone yet. It, it was like announced like the day before he died, apparently, that because they were talking about that he watched it from his bed and wow. um, Joni hmm. wasn't at the announcement because um, he was at Steve's house hmm. and they apparently had a, a chair reserved for him at the announcement. Yep, I remember that. Hey, um, Guy Searle heard that uh, that Warren needs a mic, and he decided to join us. Need a mic? <clears throat> I, I threatened to use the one I bought off Amazon next week, and they got mad. Don't at me. don't they, use that. They said, they said, <laughs> they said you're going to give me one. So, a consensus. So. I did not bad, commit bad to anything. Bad choice. <laughs> All right, I'll eat it. It's good. Uh, it's, there, there was never a bad microphone. I will throw that one away. <laughs> Guy, we're talking about the um, After Steve book um, and the excerpts that are that are out there now. Jim's the only one that's had a chance to read any of it um, because it just came out today. Have you been paying any attention to this? Yeah, I've seen some. I've seen some of the stuff going on about that. Um, frankly, the whole argument of Steve Jobs wouldn't do what Apple is doing now just it it it's irrelevant. It it honestly it doesn't even matter. Because Apple, Apple is doing just fine. They're doing fine with Cook at the helm. They're doing fine with uh, Johnny Ives having departed the company. 
they've they've been rolling on all cylinders for a while and you know honestly as far as ives goes i think in a lot of ways he was holding the company back with some of the design choices that that he had made and kind of uh, fostered on everyone else and um you know hey thanks for everything that you've done johnny but i'm quite happy that we have a mac studio with more ports and is as you know tall as a as a brick poop house as compared to you know the stuff that that you would have made i'm fine with the fact that imacs are no longer you know razor thin because who the hell cares about a razor thin desktop computer same thing with the laptops if you have to give me a thicker laptop in order for me to have better functionality i'm okay with that Hi, so have you seen a new imac just asking yeah 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 yeah. it is it's <laughs> I it's i don't know it's like how much imac they've be. ever made i don't think yeah. so guy, guy thinks yeah. it's too thick. Uh, the studio display is not that thin i was in an apple store yesterday and i was like yeah that that thing's yeah, pretty so. boxy i mean it looks nice they had to put a processor but, in there somewhere. But so I, you know, I'm to totally with Guy. These are I'm I am purchasing functional objects. You know, this is not a piece of fine art. If I want a piece of fine art, I'll buy a piece of fine art. And, um, and you know what? And to to put a finer point on that, when Steve Jobs came back to the company, they needed something that was going to distinguish them from other computer companies because they were selling a product that wasn't the same as what everybody else was selling. Everybody else was buying Windows computers. So if you're gonna buy a computer that's gonna be different, that's gonna offer a, a different experience, well then, okay, you make it a different looking computer. So then the iMac is born and some of the other choices that they made in the late 90s and the early 2000s. But then once the iPhone came out and Apple was no longer, actually go farther back than that, once the iPod came out, and Apple was no longer a one-trick pony, well, then how, how the damn computer looked became less and less relevant. I, I just, I, you know, Here, I, I, I just didn't care after a while. That's... Here, here's just real fast, too. Also, there's a big difference between Steve Jobs coming to see the company now and not liking what he's seeing between that and Steve Jobs seeing the evolution of the 10 years of how they got there. And I think that's a big difference of what people think. You know, if Steve Jobs was still alive and, you know, was through the company to now, it's not like he's going to lead a, a different direction. And every, no, no CEO is kind of like what the company has done since then, 10 years without, without them. seeing the past. Yeah without seeing how they got to where they are. And, you know, that's a, you know, you take a creator and, and, and somebody who's very creative and, and built his company and put them, you know, odd years in the future and it sees that they're trying to make money. Things, things are different yeah. when you see the progression of it. The chat room is talking about, uh, Bob says it's a balance between form and function agreed. And I began to err too much on the side of form. Um, yeah, I think I, I think most of us would agree with that. Um, that they've also compared the studio to, you know, should the studio maybe have been a little more like the G4 Cube, which is an interesting thought. You know, in some ways it is. It, in some ways it is. Mm -hmm. In some ways it is. It's not quite it's as sexy looking, taller, but it is. It is definitely taller. Um, and you know, they 
they decided to go that way instead of a tower or something that is a little more PC-like. Um, I mean, technology is different too. They were able to cram in a lot more ports in the in the in the studio than they were, uh, you know, the G4 Cube. I mean, it was it was you know, technology changed. It kind of looks like the same size as the original iMac. It doesn't like the it resembles it because the iMac the the original iMacs weren't that thin. If you remember, they were right. You know, plastic yeah. right they were plastic and pretty pretty big you're talking about the studio monitor now right yeah 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 the studio yeah, monitor. That studio I monitor. Think that's how we got to it kind of i was I mean, talking about the mac studio i'm sorry with the port yeah. right yeah oh the mac yeah. studio sorry about, yeah no yeah. but the monitor was also um you said you saw in the store and it's got like you know it's pretty big in the back and whether steve well, or johnny would like that or not but then again, the first it's mac not big in the came. back but it's it's not it's it's like twice the thickness of the iMac it's yeah, flat yeah, on the I, I back, so it doesn't too. have a bulge like the recent iMacs did. Right. Um, I, I I don't know if that's the requirement of the technology that it's that it has to be thicker. Well, I, I think it's probably because it um, <clears throat> doesn't have an external power brick, so they had to get the power supply in there. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, but the i I mean, same with the i don't yeah every the iMacs don't have a, a brick. Yes, they do. Oh yeah, they have a power brick. Sure, Diamond because that's where you brick. that's where you plug in the Ethernet. Right. <clears throat> but uh, the new ones do. The older ones. Yeah. Don't. The older ones had the plug. Right. The older ones right. did not. Right. The older right, ones did the, not have the, the power supply. The, the current iMac. The powers, but the powers. That's what I'm saying. That was pretty damn thin too, and the power supply was in that monitor on the uh, previous gen iMacs. Right. They so, could have done it. The they could have made it thicker. The iMac was a lot thicker than the current iMac. Right, but, yes. but the previous gen iMac is a lot thinner than the current Pro Studio. So right there's that I design don't think choice. it is. It's thinner on the edge, but in the middle, it's quite a bit thicker. Okay. The, the, the new Pro Studio is about a half inch deep, but it's flat. So it's a half inch deep the whole way. The previous generation iMacs, they tapered to a very thin edge. So they kind of looked... From most angles, they look very thin, but if you looked at them on the side, they, you yeah, know, they got the bulge. Yeah. They had the bulge. So this this mm. Mac Studio display doesn't have a bulge. It it kind of looks like a iPad that you just magnified in every direction. I think we're all just hoping the Studio display is going to do something really really cool in the future that we don't know it's about mm. to do. By the way, yeah. I played with photo photo booth on the the Studio display, and I, the camera seemed fine to me. They did another oh, update. Probably, update. There, was, there was another firmware upgrade. Today. There was a firmware yeah. update today. Another so, a second one? Yeah, this week. And the article I read said it's a little better. So, right. That's, I mean, <laughs> that was today. There, there was, they're saying it got a little better last week with that beta. And today they're like, well, it's also I, now um, a little bit know, better I'll, because I'll because real fast in between there was a lot of people writing saying, uh, "Boo, the this is a the hardware thing and it's can't be fixable." Blah blah blah. So you know, now they came out with this and people were like, "Well, it it does look a little better, so maybe there's hope." You know, I didn't check this, but I'm gonna guess that whatever's running in the Apple Store is not a beta. I would agree with that. Oh yeah, I would definitely. Agree with that. Yeah, just before before we move on, because we're beating this to death. Um, but you know, there there was an interesting point there that a design choice was made for the the M1 iMac to take the power brick out and make right. 
really, really thin. So, I mean, it's a great looking machine. And, you know, does the power brick being on the floor or wherever you put it, um, is that a problem? You know, I I don't think so. It's maybe not quite as convenient, but on the other hand, it allows it to be thin. It allows it to be light. Yeah. So there was a design choice made there. I think I would have went with a thicker monitor not to have the brick. Well, you know, that's you. And, you know, I mean, again, the, that's it. You can't have it both ways. You know, somebody has right. to make a decision. They made that decision. And so, and that you know, was, sure that, you know, that was obviously a very deliberate thought about decision because they had to go to this magnetic attachment for that, 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 you know, they've never used, or as far as I know, anyone has ever used anywhere else. It's kind Did of they actually have to, or I mean, again, they that had was... to because you cannot, the thing is so thin that you can't have a regular plug. It's not thick enough for a power plug. And that's why the headphone jack comes in from the edge. Right. Because I mean, it also depends the body on the is plug. too thin to have the, the plug uh, fit. I think I would have rather had a thicker iMac with the... just regular plugs and all the rest of that than so to force that kind of aesthetic on a basic desktop computer. And you notice we haven't seen a 27 inch and we probably never will. At least some not new in monitors, this generation. Some new monitors have, uh, instead of the big plug, they have the, uh, like my, this one here has the RCA. I forget what they call it, but the, uh, it's a small, like it's a tiny plug that goes into the monitor. Um, and so, well, I mean, I, no, I don't know if, I'm sure it's definitely, <clears throat> Could be done, but I guess the question. I, I would say that that computer is evidence that the Joni I philosophy is not completely gone. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, and that's agree. and that's not a that's not a bad thing. Unless no, he I mean, that, had, unless he had a hand in designing it before he left, which is also yeah. possible. But that's that's also why the Ethernet plug has to go into the power brick, is because it's it's not deep right. enough for an Ethernet jack, standard Ethernet jack. So, you know, and it's a desktop computer. So why, why, why even force a choice like that? Why can't power be wireless? Okay, Tesla. Welcome to physics. Johnny Ive is going to be happy when I get a computer or a monitor that I just pull out and put down somewhere and turn it on and don't plug it into anything. There, there, there's and, some and, physics issues. That's your iPad. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that my iPad? Good one, Jeff. Good one. Um, you know, this Mac Voices Live panel is back in the next edition of Mac Voices to talk more about the form over function debate, what their preferences are, and what it means for Apple's future. That's next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you'll join us then. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page. And get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices, or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.